0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Today's gospel has been a source of confusion and error among Christians. Jesus said, quote, There will be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth, distress of nations, men's hearts failing them for fear and expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. The confusion is rooted in the assumption that Jesus is here talking about his second coming in glory to judge the world. When Jesus' words are understood in their biblical context, it becomes clear that Jesus is talking here about his coming in judgment on Jerusalem, the Jerusalem that is about to reject him. Historically, this occurred when the Roman legions, led by the general Titus, invaded Jerusalem in the year A.D. 70 and leveled the city, including the temple the fulfillment, and Jesus prophesied this event in Luke chapter 19, verses 43 and 44. The fulfillment of Jesus' words within 40 years of his death is indicated by Jesus' own words in the gospel Quote, This generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. The key question is how can the Son of Man come in a cloud without time itself coming to its conclusion? The answer is that the image of the Son of Man coming in a cloud is a reference to Daniel, the prophet Daniel, chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. And Daniel in this passage is talking about the ascension of Jesus, not the second coming. Daniel 7 describes the content of a vision given to Daniel by God. Daniel writes, quote, I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the ancient of days, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom the one which shall not be destroyed. The dominion given to the son of man or descendant of Adam in Daniel answers the loss of dominion by the first Adam through disobedience. Jesus, the new man, fulfilled God's covenant by his obedience unto death. As a result, dominion over the creation was restored to him. See Philippians chapter 2, verses 8-11. to In the logic of the church calendar, Jesus received this restored dominion in the ascension 40 days after Easter ascension is like the coronation where Jesus receives all that he has won by his life and death. Restored dominion includes the right to judge, indeed the right and requirement to judge. Thus, the Son of Man coming in a cloud is Jesus coming in judgment. It is an image, not a literal description or better, in its first century context. It is the heavenly reality behind the historical actions of the Roman legions. The signs in the sun, moon, and stars in the gospel are also prophetic language. For example, the prophet Joel writes, quote, The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. In prophetic language, these heavenly signs are indicators of a cosmic change in God's covenant. The gospel says the powers of heaven shall be shaken. In the gospel, these signs point to the end of the old covenant age. From the time of Moses Under the coming of Jesus, the authentic worship of God took place in the tabernacle in the wilderness and later in the temple in Jerusalem. Jesus the Messiah came to fulfill the Torah or law of Moses. This includes fulfilling the sacrificial rituals of the temple by his own life, by the offering of his life. He called the nation to repent and believe in him as as the fulfillment of its covenant and hope. A remnant of the nation heeded his words and became the foundation of the church. The leaders of the nation did not repent. The result was judgment. The cosmic change in the covenant is that the new Eucharistic worship of God's new covenant people replaced the Old Covenant temple worship. There was no more temple after AD 70. That the Son of Man coming in a cloud refers to judgment on first century Israel is seen more clearly in the trial of Jesus by the Jewish leadership. In Matthew 26, 63, the high priest says to Jesus, Quote, Tell us if you are Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus responds, quote, It is as you said. Nevertheless, I say to you, hereafter you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Jesus told his disciples that they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds. They did not include the disciples. The disciples were saved from this judgment. Prophets warned the early church to flee, and the early church was safely across the Jordan River before the Roman legions came. However, when Jesus spoke with the Jewish leadership, he told them that you will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven. The leaders would not escape the judgment because they did not repent and put their faith in Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, and the world's true Lord. Jesus told his disciples, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. This is not their eternal redemption. They already have that. Their redemption here is to be saved from the judgment that is coming on Jerusalem. The details of the gospel today apply to the first century, but the pattern of judgment and salvation is timeless. It will be repeated at the end of the new covenant age. The Bible refers to this age as the last days. The last days include the entire time from Pentecost until the second coming of Jesus. At the end of this age, the Son of Man will again come on the clouds. As we say in the Creed, he will come again with glory to judge the living and the dead. Those who reject God's word and refuse to repent, and those who do evil and are unfaithful will be judged but those who repent and put their faith in Jesus will be saved. God's final judgment at the end of time is anticipated by God's just judgments within history. Jesus, the Lord of the whole world, says to the disobedient of every age, even as they appear to triumph, you will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds. You will be held accountable for your evil and for your rejection of God's word. Sometimes these judgments occur in time, but all things will be justly judged when Jesus comes. As Psalm 96 says, For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Likewise, Jesus' promise of salvation applies to his disciples in every age. When the false utopian hopes of sinful humanity begin to fail and the man-made temporal order of the world begins to crumble, Jesus says to his people, look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draws near." The assurance that God will judge evil and unfaithfulness and save those who put their trust in him is the virtue of hope. This is the theme of our epistle today. Our hope is rooted in God's faithfulness to his word. What God says, God will do. As Jesus said in the gospel, quote, heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away. Today is referred to in our tradition as Bible Sunday. As we, in the words of our collect for today, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest the biblical word, we grow in the virtue of hope, the blessed hope of everlasting life. As the epistle says, quote, whatever things were written before, were written for our learning that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. We are 2,000 years removed from today's gospel, but in many ways we are in the same place. <clears throat> the same place as the first disciples. Disobedience and unfaithfulness are rampant. There are visible signs in the creation of the cosmic battle. Hearts are failing from fear or from the expectation of those things that are coming on the earth. Bible Sunday reminds us to build our lives and our hopes on the word of God that does not pass away. As we hear God's word, as we repent, and do what Jesus tells us to do, we are saved from the current and future judgments of the Son of Man. We are filled with the virtue of hope, which saves us from the anxiety and despair of the world. Through his word, Jesus says to us, look up, lift up your heads, for your redemption draws near. As her epistle said, quote, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.